and welcome to the Simplified Organization podcast. Uh, Today, I am joined by my friend and teammate, Stephanie Mons. Stephanie is a classically homeschooling mom of three who stays busy balancing homemade meals that her family requires due to autoimmune conditions. Uh, They stay busy doing NCFCA speech and debate and a whole lot of Latin. She's also the community manager inside Simply Convivial Continuing Education's community, Convivial Circle, and we could not have a private community if it were not for Stephanie. (laughs) So thank you for joining me today, Stephanie. Well, thanks for having me. So I know a lot of times we, you know, we try as moms to keep our homeschools running smoothly and organize the house. One of the problems is that there are other people (laughs) in our house who don't necessarily do things the way that we would. And, you know, our responses and how we handle managing people and our expectations can be a large part of our need for home management. We get irritated easily, or at least I do. (laughs) It's easy to get irritated and frustrated because it feels like other people are messing up our systems or our attempts for doing things well. So what would... um, What would you say to the mom who's feeling that struggle right now? Well, the first thing that I would say is, and I know I'm just copying you, Misty, is fill your mind with truth. Um, It's, you know, it's it's just really helpful to literally fill your mind with truth. That's what I'm talking about. Um, If you don't have a Bible reading habit, start a Bible reading habit. Even if it's just five minutes that you're listening while you get dressed in the morning makes a big difference. And then of course, scatter Bible verses all over the house. So, you know, you have the one in the bathroom, you have the one by all your homeschool supplies that you can be reminded of when it's, you know, a long homeschool day. I even have some reminders to pray or think about Bible verses on my phone. Like when I have reminders and alarms go off, they say things like pray as part of the reminder name. And um, even in, I have an educational app for flashcards and I created a blank deck that has a Bible verse as the title. So every time I go into the app, I see the Bible verse. So now I can read it or pray over it and just be reminded of God's truth throughout the day, just little bits and pieces throughout the day. So that's, that would be my first tip for the mom who's feeling irritated. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, when we have, when we're reviewing scripture like that, it helps it pop into our heads when we need it. Right. Right. And even if it's not the exact, exact scripture, even just, you know, a word here and there rejoice always. That's right. Even when this child is annoying me, I can still rejoice because it says rejoice always. That means even when we don't feel like rejoicing. (laughs) So are you saying that the answer to feeling frustrated and irritated that people are getting in the way of our best laid plans is not to fix 
them <laughs> and make, like make, get them to do what we need them to do? <laughs> yeah, I, well, I mean, there's always discipline issues, <laughs> but you know, the what we have to start with is ourselves because we can't control other people. You know, that's the point. We can only control our own responses. We can't control the situation. We can't control what our children are doing. So. You know, and that'd be another part of it is now that we filled our mind with truth. Part of that truth is reminding us that we aren't in control. Mm -hmm. God's in control. And of course, that's that's comforting when you really think about it. God's in control of my day and he's teaching this child a lesson. He's teaching me a lesson at the same time. Same lessons, different lessons. I don't know. But it's not my job to make sure that everything stays in lockstep, you know, and I can't do it anyway. So it's a weight off of my shoulders to just worry about my own attitude for most of the situations. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's easy to like blame other people for things not working or all of that. But if we shift our focus from thinking that our primary purpose is making things work out the way they're supposed to, which usually means like my way. <laughs> Mm-hmm. versus my main job is to demonstrate and live out the fruits of the spirit and mm-hmm. glorify God in what I'm doing. Like that's actually an entirely different focus. Right. Right. Well, and, and there can be other causes, other things that are irritating you and then we blame it on our children so hmm. that was one thing that I realized that I was doing when I realized I needed to kind of clean up my homemaking act and like everything. Um, I, I didn't know why I was so angry and frustrated at my kids all the time when we were getting the work done, but things, things just weren't going right. And eventually I brain dumped and I figured out, you know, it would help me if the house were not a complete mess. Um, so maybe we should clean up every day just to tidy you know I'm not talking about scrubbing anything just can we put the books away can we make it so we can find the pencils it's like the mm-hmm. so part of the frustration was my own fault for thinking we'll just deal with the mess later because I'm I'm so done with this homeschool day right mm-hmm. but when you realize you know if we just take five minutes and clean it all up tomorrow we'll all be a lot happier because I won't be surrounded by a bunch of clutter and be able to find our items so sometimes we're irritated about something else and we need to get to the root of that problem too. In addition to realizing that we're not in control and, um, you know, reading those Bible verses that we've got all over the house. Yeah. Yeah. And you point out, you know, a brain dump is a great way to do that. Yeah. Cause I had, I had no idea that the brain dump would take me there. Like or I'm writing down, like, why am I frustrated? And, and just continuing to think on the different, you know, things that I'm writing down for the brain dump. And I realized I should clean up. That has nothing to do with the homeschool day, does it? Oh, it does. I feel better in less clutter, you know, and everybody's clutter threshold is different, but mine is rather low. (laughs) Yeah. And then when you do handle it every day, it also ends up being not as big of a deal and then maybe less, um, the bigger the project gets, the more likely we are to actually procrastinate and then it gets worse. And so that that can kind of build when, if it's just something that we deal with regularly Mm -hmm. and we get more practice doing it and um, it, it doesn't ever get to be usually (laughs) 
it's not as often as big of a job. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, it's all about habits, right? The habit of the small tidying. It stays small if you do it every day. Just like if you have the small habits of the Bible reading, the small habits of reading the verses, it all just comes together. And as you do each little piece, you think this won't make a big difference. But each little piece, it all adds up. And then it's, you know, synergy all working together to add up to more than it even is. Right. So that's. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot of what we talk about in each of the courses. And then in convivial circle is with do a brain dump, like start with a brain dump. And it feels like that's more or irrelevant or not helpful, but it really ends up showing us what the best next step is or showing us what we're frustrated and worried about so that we can repent and let go of it and focus on the right things. And then an alignment card where we're writing out truths to put in front of our face, to put into our minds so that we are interrupting, able to interrupt some of that negative or frustration thought spirals that we get ourselves into and just direct our minds and hearts to truth instead. Right. Yeah. And it really does make a difference. It does. Even when you doesn't, even when you don't think it does at the time, it makes a difference. So you just keep baby stepping forward. (laughs) So Stephanie, I know you had some tips for at time management, which, you know, we all struggle with feeling like we don't have enough time, but um, particularly with energy levels and ability to just manage the day-to-day when you do have chronic illness, that just adds to the difficulty and that need to pay attention to the energy levels. So, um, you want to share about that? Yeah, well, and I was thinking we as women, we we are all going to at least have seasons where we basically have some sort of health issue, whether it's pregnancy that's making us tired or recovery or, you know, something monthly that throws us into a spiral or, you know, children being sick. We're all going to have some sort of a health issue at some point that is going to require more of our energy and dedication. Um, So this isn't just for people with, you know, I, you know, personally have a diagnosed disease. It's for everybody. Um, Because we're all going to have those times where our energy is drained with either our own or somebody's health issue. Um, So I think the first thing is to recognize our limitations and accept them. And that this is a season of life. Um, I know I remind people about this in convivial circle. Wait, don't you have five kids and you're pregnant? It's probably not the time to worry about that hobby or that project that you're trying to do. And then you realize, that's right, the the kids are a project too. And I will get to my sewing or my knitting with the vigor that I want to later. You know, now is not the time. So to recognize that we all have those times and seasons and that God has called us to do something else. You know, we want to we want to do one thing. And God says, no, this is what I want you to do right now. So um, that's the biggest thing is to recognize limitations and then accept them and say, well, now what can I do? What can I do within these limitations? Because it's not that I can't do not. I can't, you know, 
felt like I can't do anything. I can certainly do something. And so now that I'm done throwing myself a pity party, now let's get to work and see what we can do. Right. So that's, that's my first tip. Yeah. Yeah. Our expectations can be such an important piece. They are what we expect ourselves to be able to do. Um, given yeah, what God has called us to do and that he even gives us the difficulties and the trials to manage well, not that we are trying to be like, I think sometimes it comes down to comparison, maybe, do you think? Like we, yeah. we think we should be doing what other people are doing? Right, yeah. You you get concerns. That was, that was something I thought about in preparation for this as um, one of the ideas is don't compare yourself to other people, you know? You also don't know exactly what their struggles are and what they're maybe letting go. So that was gonna be another tip was, um, so now that we're adjusting our expectations, you probably have to lower your standards on some things. Whether those standards are housework, you know, um, like all of the little, um, you know, infographics you can see on Pinterest, like you should do this daily and this weekly and this monthly, I say, well, those daily things are going to become weekly and those weekly things are going to become monthly. And those monthly things are going to become twice a year because I don't have the time or energy to do them as often. So, you know, I'm lowering my cleaning expectations and maybe other people are too. And you just don't know because you're not in their bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) So um, yeah. Or you think everybody's doing all the things in their homeschool and they're not. They, they take days off, they are flexible, you know, they've bought the curriculum, they're not doing all the pieces to it, you know, but you don't know, you don't know exactly what's going on. We all know some things about people and then we make assumptions that they must be doing it all 100% perfect behind the scenes. And when we sit down and think about it, we realize that can't possibly be the case. We just don't think about it in those moments of comparison. Mm-hmm. Stephanie mentioned during our conversation about doing a brain dump to figure out what's really bothering you. If you don't know what that is or how to do one, then we have a free guide for you at simplyconvivial.com. Just go to simplyconvivial.com slash brain dump and download your free guide to decluttering your head and figuring out the best next step. Stay tuned for the next episode with part two of my conversation with Stephanie, where she will share some of her experience with and tips for managing time and energy while dealing with chronic illness. And until then, remember, repent, rejoice, repeat.